Hello there, welcome to the Kirk Minahan Wrap-Up Show for March 15th, 2021. Today's show was, uh, it's been a pleasure. In honor of uh, the late Dale Arnold, who had his last show on WEEI on Friday. So, uh, it's been a pleasure. He has been replaced by Andy Gresh, who was formerly of Gresh and Zoe in the Boston market. And he was fired from there for being so boring. Uh, imagine going up against EEI and still being fired. So <laughs> that uh, that just that just shows you, uh, you know, the the newness that uh, WEI is coming up with is that they're they're saying like, hey, this guy who was fired five years ago, we should bring him back. So I am joined yeah, today by reject show now in the midday yeah. <laughs> to uh, one. <laughs> it's just they both were there and they both. I mean, I think. I think it was Keith because I remember I was listening to Jones the day Keith left, mm-hmm. and I liked Keith on Jones. Just he was like a, I did like, too. It was like a like a blind like almost blind Mike as sidekick, and then mm-hmm. and like you couldn't blame him for the opportunity if like from the backside like to finally become like a host. Yeah. So good good for Keith on that, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I was driving up to a doctor's appointment today. Tried to turn it on for like two seconds, and I was like, eh, no. It, it, I don't know if you ever heard this before. But they're doing a bracket to pick their theme song, like Dale and Holly did when they f- took over the m- afternoons that first time. Oh, they have recycled because it's springtime. Isn't that they a have thing? Recycled spring, a bit. <laughs> spring madness, they call yeah. it. Yeah, yes, nice. that's very, uh, very original. <laughs> so I am joined today by uh, my Monday regular Andrew Augustus, who actually uh, made made a phone call on today's show and got a a comment on the record from one Seamus Kirk Minahan. Uh, about the the trivia and and stuff like that. So, hey, hey, uh, oh my god, I can't fucking speak today. I'm telling you, I bought this fucking book and I've been like skimming through it, and it's it's fucked with my head. Like my <laughs> mental health has ever? legitimately not been at a lower point like <laughs> this year. It, it, it's it my head is fucking. So for those of you that are listening, I I went out today. Uh, it comes out tomorrow, Tuesday. Sidelined sports culture and being a woman in America by Julie DeCaro. It comes out Tuesday. But I was thinking, I don't know what time it's going to arrive because I pre-ordered it from Amazon. So I called, I called Barnes & Noble, the, the closest one to me. And I said, hey, uh, there's this book coming out tomorrow. Do you have any copy of it? They said, oh, yeah, you can just come in and buy it because it's it's like it, it's scheduled to come out tomorrow. But, but like we have one copy of it. So, I mean, if you want to buy it. So uh, so they held it for me. So if you are in looking at a Barnes and Noble. I know Kirk picked this up at a Barnes and Noble as well. So I believe all the, uh, all the copies of sidelined in Massachusetts might be sold out. So all but three all, of them. Oh, I, I, I've just been skimming through it, Andrew, and we are in for a treat tomorrow. We are I'm in so excited. So I wanted to thank you one for your service for doing this. So that way I now do not have to spend a dime and contribute to that. And I still get to hear the magical fun of what's going to be inside that book. And, and in from the little snippets, it's it's amazing how rent free people are living in her head right now, and it it's, is it's just something else. It's gonna it's be just... rent free for a while, and you know what? It's it's gonna be entertainment, but I don't think it's I don't think it's it's gonna it's not gonna last. Um, she'll get like the initial like, oh look, we've sold this many books, and then it's just gonna dip. Because the joke will be over. Oh, I, I, but I don't think there's going to be many books sold in the first no. place. Like you, the they'll see like the Minahan bump because there's going to be people like you and who, who are going to be like, oh, what is this all about? Or like do like what's it? Kindle probably. And I really hope 
I they have to buy the audiobook, especially since she read it. Oh well, we can compare audiobooks afterwards. We can. I, I would love to have a side by side comparison between you and her. <laughs> can I prove that the stoolies who were harassing me during my last major depression were inspired by Minahan's podcast? I can't though. I certainly have my suspicions. But the whole thing got me thinking that no accommodation was made for my struggles with depression, nor that of any other woman who has been trolled by Minahan or Barstool. For that, so 10 a.m. tomorrow, you'll hear more of that. I'm on, so uh, on the Kirk Minahan YouTube channel. Maybe I'll throw it up on the KMS uh, wrap-up RSS feed. So yeah, so let's just jump right into it. It was a long show today. There was so many, so many subjects. I think the main subject, even though it was titled after Dale and, you know, this whole thing with Dale was going on last week, him retiring, I think the Julie Dakara stuff was, I think, the core of today's show. Just the sound of her on her podcast where she was talking about, so I listen to the podcast every week. So when she was like saying hi to all my Barstool fans that listen every week, it's just me. I, I don't, <laughs> I've never seen any other Kirk Minahan show person. Uh or Minifan ever tweet out that they, you know, they listened to or they, they found this sound because they obviously would have tweeted out and it would have kind of went around the Miniverse if someone listened to it. So it's just me. So I was listening to it and she she said Kirk's name. She said it's mostly been Kirk Minahan fans, which I'm just like, it, you would save so much trouble if you just learned the term Minifans. You know, she's she's printing too <laughs> much ink in this book saying Kirk Minahan fans. So, and then I got to the point where she's like, they're making videos about me. And I thought, oh, she must be talking about the Warden of the North video. Then she got to the point where she said, it's because they all, their whole shtick is they think I'm lying about being a gymnast because I'm so fat that I must be lying about everything else. And my first thing was, okay, I've never heard that before. I think I've heard her say she was a gymnast before. I don't give two shits that she was a gymnast. Uh, she could have been an Olympic gymnast. She could have been, you know, a four-year-old gymnast. I, I don't care. It, it has nothing to do with her personality or how uh, much of a terrible, terrible person she is. So I reached out to the to the maker of the video and because I wanted to see maybe, maybe there was something I wasn't in on. So I, I DM'd Warden of the North and I said, quick question. Was the reason you made that Julia DeCaro video because you think she's too fat? Therefore, she must have lied about doing gymnastics? Because I did not get that idea when I watched it. And his reply was, I didn't know she ever did gymnastics. There wasn't anything nefarious about it. The sound was made to sound like a circus theme. Uh, the, th the sound she made sounded like a cir circus theme. So I depicted it her as a clown doing clown things. Who's saying differently? And I just responded, Julie DeCaro. So, so I think, I think we're even in for a bigger Julie DeCaro show on Wednesday. Cause I'm sure that Kirk has his nose in, in this book as we speak. He's probably already finished with it because I'm sure he got it around like nine or 10 AM and, and he's already, he's already finished with it, but I can't wait. I think, I think Mike, Mike's mentioned a couple times in this book. He's mentioned as Kirk's sidekick. So, uh, so smart to have him coming back. One, and Kirk kind of strikes me as the person who, especially on a book like this, would take notes inside the book. I'm just going to say for future, if there's future fundraising endeavors, if Kirk takes notes inside this book, I guarantee you he could probably raise, uh, I don't know what the worldwide sales would be, but like like local sales of Julie's book compared to a one copy of a Kirkman noted version of it would make oh, so much more money. 
I plan on actually burning this book. I'm very against book burning, but uh, you know, every so everything have a has, has and a burden. So, uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm going to burn this book once once I'm once I'm finished with it. You're gonna do it so, for YouTube content, of course. Yeah. So for so for the Julie DeCaro stuff, obviously, I'm reading the entire book uh, front to back tomorrow, 10 a.m. on the YouTube channel. Uh, it should be great. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I've I've only skimmed through it, so so yeah. So I don't know if, if there's anything else you want to say on the Julie DeCaro thing. Did I mean, you know she was a gymnast? Is that I the did not. Why? I would when I first heard that this morning I was on the sound, but I was like, I, "We make fun of you because you are one of the dumbest takes." And I, I forget who it was today and how you got brought up, but someone tweeted out, "You know she's an idiot when even Big Cat hates her." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it turns out Big Cat's going to tune into your reading tomorrow. Yeah, no, though. Big Cat. Uh, I'd, I'd love to have Dan. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe he'll. He'd uh, like the copy after I after I'm done reading it. So let's let's move on to the Dale stuff because we could talk about you know how Kirk kind of shit on the Mike and Justin project from last Monday, but I you know I think I think we've heard enough we've heard enough of uh, of that of Justin trying to co-host with with Blind Mike. That was well, what I said that on uh, on Kirk and off. It was just like it's like when you you're trying to buy oh god what was it in like high school you tried to buy like the cheap crappy weed. And you were trying to get that. Like, that's what it was. It wasn't the real stuff, but you were like, it, it, this is going to last me for a week without it. It's like a little junky waiting know, for I, that next time. I tried, Andrew. What, what can I say? <laughs> I tried. So, so, so that was, that was fine. The Dale stuff was incredible. Uh, you know, that Kirk knows like everything that goes on inside that office. He has, you know, I quote unquote moles, I guess you, if you want to call them that uh you know give him all the gossip from wei uh so so dale arnold it, like like he said if you think he retired and did not get fired you are out of your fucking mind and i think to show he, he was so he's trying to convince everyone that he's retiring that's why he didn't do the big grand farewell tour he did like half of it like he wanted to take phone calls like there was this guy on twitter who was who was like chirping at me saying like Dale is incredible and I'm just a piece of shit. Uh, he actually <laughs> called in because uh, his name was like Dice and they would do a segment about him where they would call Rolling the Dice and it would be his hot takes. So he actually called in and they were like, oh blah blah blah, the mystery guest. Oh, I'm sure that was a that was a real mystery there, Dale. So the fact that they had to shut down the phone lines and Dale was not able to get his farewell tour that he so. He obviously wanted so much. I think it's just perfect. Yeah, you could you could hear, especially towards the end, the anger in his voice through oh, everything. It's I, I when, mean, uh, I've I've only like ha- I've only seen him like once in passing, mm-hmm. and I was just like a young college intern out of this like reporting thing, and I was getting introduced to people, and he was kind of like standoffish to begin with. So I could see why <laughs> there's not that much like, and it's one of those things that it just goes to show you that a fan base like someone was a a company thought it was a smart decision to abandon a fan base like this Mm. it goes to show you how much like what when the men fans when we stop infighting and doing all stupid shit and we actually come together for something we can we can accomplish stuff even if it's is one small thing of it just asking him about his binder clips which was one of the best you could tell just pissed him off because so what he does is he goes to 617-779-7937. He gets that out. And then they do like – so they cut it off because it's on a uh, delay. But the Twitch stream is not on a delay. So we I was able to capture the 
you know, he's got a certain fan base out there that he's trying to, you know. <laughs> so I just love it how Kirk is still in his head through all of this. It's just, it's just incredible. I wish, I wish Dale nothing but success in his post-retirement. I hope he goes on and the Bruins win 200 Stanley Cups in a row and he can just take it from Marchand and take it from Chara, take it from Tuka. Oh, Chara's not on the team anymore, I don't think. But take it from Boychuk or whoever. So I just think it's hilarious that he was like, I, I no longer need to work two full-time jobs. I can just work my single full-time job. And it's like, Dale, you weren't working 80 hours a week. Let's get this straight. They were talking about how for every hour of radio they did, there was like an hour of prep work. And I believe that for some shows, like I'm sure Kirk and Callahan, there was legitimately an hour of prep work that went into, you know, looking for stories. But I'm, I, I guarantee you Dale and Keith just looked at their phone and said, oh, Cam Newton signed today. And I said, oh, looks like we're talking about Cam Newton today. So, uh, and those segments too were terrible. There was this one gambling segment with their producer of whom I fucking hate. He's, he's the most annoying person on this entire world. Watching the Twitch stream, I wanted to blow my brains out whenever this man <laughs> wanted to, to come on stage. He was wearing a Cam Newton jersey. He had this fucking stupid gambling segment where he's telling you to bet on ping pong and rugby in the UK, and he's like, hey, oh, I bet on rugby before, so I can't say much about that. <laughs> I fucking, I can't stand this guy. I fucking hate him. I hate him with all, like, like he's up there, like, it, it goes him, Ben Albright, and then, like, like, I don't know, the Marathon Bombers. It's, I fucking <laughs> can't stand them. It, it's, it, it's, it's unbelievable. So, anyway, uh, so yeah, so the Dale stuff, it, it's kind of sad to have Dale out of our lives, knowing that we're, you know, we're going to have to look a little, you know, we're going to have to tune into nesting to try to see if we can get some ghost hunting stories or, or things of that but nature. Steve was right today when he mentioned that you, this, the sound clips were, I think, it, I think it was Steve that said it, that you're never going to get any better sound clips than the ghost story ones. Cause oh, those, those, are, those were was... just so priceless in that joke. Class, Cause that joke got me blocked by Dale because he's posted something. So I did like three ghost emojis. And the next thing I know he blocked me. Yeah. He blocked me. Uh, I think it was back in 2019 late 2019 all i did was i tweeted at him it's like the sexiest person it was like sexy day or something like that on twitter and i was like the sexiest person i know is at dale arnold and he was like block and i was like oh fuck you gave so, him a compliment what a yeah jet. i know it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> fucked up so yeah that dale the, the sound from the dale segment was was great i just love hearing just host i just love it when rich keith went into when chris and Methuen said uh, you know, they could cut Cam Newton just like how EEI kind of cut you. And Rich Keefe just goes into, will they really cut Cam Newton? It's like, dude, that's not the fucking point of the call. Like, how, <laughs> you, you are a legitimate robot if you think that was the point of the call. So, I don't think – it's one of those situations that uh, it's a definitely an edict that if anything like – that you know they had to know this was coming. If they didn't know that this was going to come, then they're morons and they deserve everything that happens to them. And they deserve it anyway. But for, for that, I, I guarantee you there was just – and you've heard about it, like an edict. You can't say his name. You can't just talk about it. Ignore it. Yep. And, and, and what they fail to realize by giving that very piss-poor advice is it just feeds into it because it makes you look that more stupid. Because like, if you want to come off as like, I'm a normal person, then you, you go up and say, all right, very funny, a-hole, or whatever it is you can legally say in the FCC. And then you move on to the next, but for there's, it reminded me so much of that guy that got canceled over the summer, the Cincinnati Reds play by play guy. I'm sorry. Yes. And it's drive the center field. Yes. Yes. 
So, so like you said, like you said, there is a sort of rule at WEEI, you know, not to speak his name, sort of a Voldemort rule, which someone might bring up in a certain book that I'll be reading <laughs> and uses that exact term, the Voldemort rule. So that's uh, fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, going to be like a maybe they're taking place out of that book because it sounds like one of the same. Jeez, it's it's going to be it's going to be a, a fun time. So there were there were some other segments in today's show that I just think were laugh out hilarious. The Steve Pizza thing. I was listening last night, and I I, I don't know what came up. It was it, I think it might have been the funniest segment I've ever heard. The fact that Steve called this guy up and said, "Hi, yeah, this is for Kirk." The way the way Kirk described it is, "This is for Kirk Minahan." I talked to Mike yesterday, and the guy's like, "Okay, well, I'm not Mike." So. Steve trying to get a free $15 pizza from I'm, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're great people and I'm sure they offered it but I just thought that he was like if we're I mean if we don't have to pay for it we, we shouldn't have to pay for it and so I'm, I'm way, sure I was gonna say the yeah. way that I, I first I first saw that on one of the periscopes and yep. I saw the story I was like all right this is weird why is Steve trying to play and the way it was made Kirk made it sound at first was like Steve just like you had no clue the backstory and it was mm-hmm. just like it came off as Steve trying to be big time Steve. Like this is a Kirk Minahan show. Like mm-hmm. so, I can see why that, that first initial confusion, and then you get the backstory that Steve was talking to the guy before, and he said it was. It's like okay, now that I have all the information, Steve doesn't look as bad as you would think from the other day. <laughs> I, I liked it when when Kirk said, "Yeah, uh, Steve. Steve called the place a week in advance to order a pizza." And I can just imagine like calling up Papaginos and say, "Like, uh, yeah, I'd like to order a uh, small cheese for next Tuesday at at two p.m." And then just being like, oh, "What? Oh, okay, like, sure. I, I, we're gonna write this down or something." But uh, no, that was that, that was a lot of fun. That that segment was was uh was was very funny so let's switch to a more serious note serious note so apparently over the 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 week off there was some sort of zoom call where i i guess because i don't know phil or someone you know threatened kept going at erica saying oh kirk's doing this kirk's threatening blah 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 so there's this whole zoom call and i just want to point out how great it is that kirk just decided to do that uh decided to have the zoom call uh, even though apparently it was a complete disaster, it was just yeah. So I was actually on the Zoom call. Okay, as soon as I saw that, I know nothing about this. Yeah, so when that came out, I hopped on and I was like, "All right, let, let me see what this is all about." Because I'm just like trying to figure out all like the backside. Because you hear one side from the show, then you hear the other side. So it's like, "All right, everyone's in the same room. Let's talk mm-hmm. about it." And, and and what I took away from it one is the fact that Kirk took the time to do this in the Mm. middle of recording the case is something that shows you that for all the people that says, Oh, he doesn't care about this show anymore. He only cares about the case, but like this next step, it just goes, that flies right in the face of it because he wouldn't Mm -hmm. take the time out. If he didn't care, he would just basically be like F you and gone. So to even Mm -hmm. do that is beyond approach. And then blind Mike sneakers just comes off hot out of nowhere. And it's just, going off like like tweeting out pictures oh it's all right for you to do it and this and he goes well we're not doing it he's like well you say it and it's like your fans are crazy enough to like joking so i'm thinking like so you're you're you're, you you kind of sound like the democrats when they're like blaming trump every time for his words and stuff 
it, it's like it just it was just so funny. And I'm sitting there laughing, and of course, then he gets going, I'll go there and kick your ass. I'm not gonna kill you, but I'll beat you up. <laughs> like, yeah, oh so this guy's an idiot. So last week, Steve, I needed to do something for the case. I needed to pick something up somewhere and bring it to the office. So I figured, you know, I get there. I told Steve I'm, I was on my way. I just walked into the studio and I was like, hey. And Steve was like, holy shit. And, and, and he's, he has some self-defense techniques. He's like, I almost tased you. So, uh, <laughs> so I was like, oh, maybe I should have uh, let, uh, let Steve know that I walked in before. Because I'm a very quiet walker. Despite my size, I'm a very, very quiet walker, believe it or not. So that uh <laughs> that was the first part of the call and then after blind Mike sneakers went then it was phil's turn and yep. at least that was more of a at first a civil conversation and then it, it got to the point where kirk rightfully so says look you guys gotta stop working like associating with this like this is the issue and then and through that phil admitted that he emailed erica eight times so that was the confirmation of his it was it because kirk was like it's like 14 15 times it was, it was eight it goes okay well eight there you go it's still eight too many i think in my opinion the, to reach out to go uh above and beyond like well, that. erica erica you know that's like on her top priority list is what's going on in mincel phil's world <laughs> right it's so. like and and I think Kirk takes it rightfully because I feel like anytime you get into any sort of doxing situation or, or anything like that, that when you're when you're giving something or reaching out to someone's employer, there's mm-hmm. automatically and Kirk rightfully so uh, said this. It's it's automatically can be interpreted as you're trying to get me to lose my job. Oh, it's because yeah, it's never it, like it's never like, like I wasn't trying to do that. I go, well, if you just like if you if you say I have to talk to you about your employee about something that has nothing to do with my work and performance, I'm going to tell you you're trying to get me fired at work. <laughs> yes, I, because <laughs> yeah, they never you know you never get an email that's like, listen, Andrew did this, blah blah blah. He needs a raise, and then <laughs> that's the last you hear of it. It's, you know it's what? Just... Andrew listens to the show called The Kirkman A Hand Show, where they make jokes about a bunch of different things. And at one point, the the host of the show, you'll never believe this, bless the balls of a child. Yes, he deserves so, a ten thousand dollar raise. <laughs> so that was uh, that, that was just something you know they kind of glossed over it throughout the show. Um, there's going to be another blind mic show on Wednesday. So yeah. I believe they are going to record that Tuesday night. I'm not entirely sure. And I'm sure that will be DeCaro centric. Uh, I follow her from one of my burner accounts uh, or from my personal account, actually. And uh, she, she's, she's the worst. She has been, she has been promoting this book nonstop. I, oh, I love that sound clip where she said I would get off Twitter if it meant I could still sell books. And it's like, first of all, you're not selling books anyway. Second of all, you can can still sell books. You love Twitter. Twitter. There's Facebook. There's Instagram. So so, there's the yellow pages. Oh, I, I, I just, all I have to say is don't add her. I can't. She blocked me. Don't add her. That might be another, another thing. She said, I can't do it because, well, because of the warden of the North video. I put like a, a, a GIF saying it was brilliant. <laughs> and next thing I know, Julia DeCaro blocked you. And I was like, what yeah. did I do to her? Yeah. So, so, so I'm excited. You know, Mike's getting two, you know, two shows in, in a week. I'm not entirely sure if Jared is penciled in for a Friday show. I know he's been super busy with college baseball and everything of the like. Oh, it was also mentioned. I am going to Madawaska on Friday. So yeah. that should be fun, fun, fun. Fun uh, road trip. What do you what do you what are you gonna be doing up there? 
What, kinda, what can you tell us? Uh, I'm going to be, you know, talking to the, the residents of Madawaska that we are near and dear with. I'm going to try to do some ice fishing on Saturday and actually catch some fish because I know last year we only caught like, I don't know. Were you there? I was not. Well, we only caught like two or three fish. So like there was, there was like almost no ice fishing, but everyone kept saying, I think Steve said he bought the wrong kind of bait. So I'm going to try to use multiple kinds of bait to see uh, what works out best. So when we go down there, when we go up there, hopefully in 2022, we will be all on top of that. So, so yeah, yeah I'll, be, fish. <laughs> I'll be, uh, I'll be driving down there. Uh, I'm going with my father and uh, I, I, so I got the hotel room and it's just a single king size bed because you know where I'll be sleeping? Where? On the floor. Like I always <laughs> What I did in Miami and what I did in Madawaska, baby. That's, that's the Justin on- special. <laughs> I love that when me and Mike were sharing a hotel room. I was like, ah, I'll take the floor. And Mike's like, no, you can seriously, like, it's fine. And I'm like, no, I'll take I'll, I'll take the floor. I think it's funny if I take the floor. So I'll be sleeping uh, on the floor on Friday. Hey, you've done well. it once. You can do it again. It's not going to be so bad. And, and speaking of trips, because on that trip, we learned about your famous list. And your that's list right. again, and your list changed today, right? Oh I yes, did. I had I had a, yeah. One big cat said he was going. You to a big cat. My my reading of sidelined sports culture and being a woman in America. Uh, he said he he's going to tune in and that he uh, he he finds me funny. So this is honestly uh, the best infomercial for that book ever. By the way, but oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, go out, <laughs> but buy the book. Uh, you know, it's on. It, it just might look- be somewhere. I don't know. Uh, I bought like the only copy I think in Massachusetts, so and it comes out tomorrow technically. So I don't know. Go go search for it, uh, read it. Julia DeCaro is a you know she's was laid off from uh, the score, and now she like writes articles about why Tom Brady needs to wear a mask at the parade. So uh, so yeah, so she's doing great financially. So just check out her book. Yeah, check out the book. It, it's it, and and I think it's what's right. What's right about it is the fact that about this whole scenario is if she would, she can, she doesn't, she knows she can end this. Like there, it's just like how Goodell can end the spat with, Oh yeah. You lean into it. You go on, you have the conversation, you can make it yourself into a likable character from it. And it's just, it's one of those things. It's like, stop playing the victim card. And that, that book just screams victim for no reason. Like, Oh, when, when you, when I heard again, when I heard that gymnastics quote, it felt so much out of left field as someone who listens to the show as regularly as I do. Mm-hmm. I think I would have remembered like the, a gymnast, if there was a actual gymnast bit on her and there has to been, it's like something like that. You don't just forget like, Oh, we yeah, make, fun of we, we make fun of you. Cause you're a moron. The other thing I wanted to say about Julie DeCaro is she needs to turn her mic down. Her mic was way too fucking loud. Uh, her gain was way too high. I know that might she was angry. Like, a producing standpoint but no it was like that the entire fucking thing like it was like her co-host would talk and then she would talk and it would be like this she would just be talking like it was like it was way 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 too loud so that's uh that's it let's get into the the phone calls you called in i did you got a quote from one kirk shamus Benham, which i'm sure will be a part of the next kirk and off yep it'll be part of the news it's always good to get into these these nice uh press conferences they can hold whenever mm-hmm. they these calls uh it's tough to kind of get at uh, one day i would love to be able to like time it so that way i can get them right after the dozens match so you can get them in the heat of the moment but mm. I, I doubt that kind of access will ever be granted which is fine 
So I'll, yeah. I'll take the time when I can. And, mm-hmm. and I, I was happy with the first question. It's a, it's, it, we're still rolling well. And I, I always think I always go, I overthink that second question. Mm-hmm. And I definitely misworded it. So when I remember hanging up and heard, go find a tree. And I was like, I'm screwed. No, no, no. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I, I, I like, I like Kirkenoff. You guys do a, do a great job, but it was not nearly as funny <laughs> as I don't even know that this caller has no name. All we know him as intern Nick's wife, acquaintance, who he once had a boyfriend from yeah. high school. So, so this guy calls in and thinks he has some some hot gossip that Kirk and Mike and Steve are just inching. Like they, they just they need this. You, you're familiar with intern Nick, right, Andrew? Yeah. He hasn't worked for the show in like six months. <laughs> like it's it's been a while. I remember he, the name, and then it was just okay. Yeah, he he did a great job. I still keep in touch yeah. with him. He, 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 he's a great guy, but this guy, you know, as soon as Nick like showed up on the first Mintern show, he was like, holy shit, dude. I know that kid's wife from and high school. crush so, on me. So my, my, I like to think that he's been calling in whenever the show puts the number out, he's been calling in with this, with this super hot take, this super hot gossip that I knew intern Nick, Nick's wife from high school and she had uh, a crush on me, which uh, I, I think people should just start calling in with uh, random information on everyone from the show. Like, I'm not talking about like bad information. No, I'm just talking about like, I'm just talking about like, yeah, uh, I saw Mike at a uh, Speedway in 2014 and uh, he, he bought a single Mountain Dew. He could have gotten the second one for like a buck more, but he only bought one. Only but one, what an idiot! But yeah. hey, right. it's so, so, something along the lines of that because I, it was just I I cannot even think of that without laughing. Just this, this guy calling like in. calls because that reaction from Kirk, Mike, and Steve was just like, "What the fuck is going on? Where is this going? Like, was he going to create a character of like?" You know, Nick's wife, you know, is is having an affair with this random person and why the show would care. But I don't know. It, it all comes down to it. Well, it some was, of the same callers, they can have layers. So maybe this was just layer one of like six. Yeah, I mean, there, read there, the were couple, trail. there were a couple calls that didn't hit the Andy Gresh call. I was going to say uh, the, the poor Andy Gresh call. It's the, like, uh, yeah, it was like there is something there. The idea you know, is there. Yeah, you know when Kirk is like, ah, I bet this went better in your head too. It, that's when you know Kirk respects the idea is when he says something like, ah, I bet you, I bet you this went better in your head because he's like, I can see where you're going with this, but it's just not quite panning. I think it's a out. smart move to do that too because then you can still save the bit because now that yes. the idea is out there, may, it could be executed in a different way. So I, <laughs> I'm also kind of sick of the is Mike there hangs up even though like they said it, it it gets you every once in a while when you're not expecting it but when when people like start off the call and they're like oh is mike there and they say yep and then it, like you know if you know they're going to hang up it's not funny well even what was it the third call that i did today oh is mike there and they're like oh yep oh great i have a question for him that's like yeah i know that's, that's, that's funny i like that's that. the hook. that's like it's like, you have to you have to deal with the sh- like when it gets monotonous and boring for the every like once in a while like that one last one sneaks and goes oh I have a question for Mike and then but I don't even think he was doing that on purpose which I think is the what makes the calls great is that they're just so random we really don't know what to expect 
and uh, all that, all that jazz. So, and then of course uh, we had a, a good drunk Greg Hill again today. Oh, I mean, <laughs> drunk Greg Hill by far, in my opinion, the best caller. Yeah, he's the most consistent, most. Uh, and the time, and my favorite moment of a drunk Greg Hill call got immediately shot down was the time we tried to call in this Julie DeCaro. Yeah, <laughs> Julie. No, 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 Greg. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So that's what I thought of the phone calls. There also was a segment on today's show a little bit about Bill Burr. They tried to cancel Bill Burr. I don't know if you saw this, but so people, some people were claiming on Twitter that Bill Burr is not racist because I don't know if you've seen his wife, but uh, yeah. she is African American um very dark skinned it's not like and it, it, it i don't know i just don't think you can be a racist and marry the love of your life and the love of your life be a uh, person of color but uh but i'm not racist so i i'm i don't know but i saw someone tweeted and kirk retweeted it it was like actually uh marrying a person of color is actually a form of racism in and of itself and then he went on to describe because like it's because you're like using them and and all this other stuff and i'm just like damn it it's 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 crazy every year there needs to be some controversy to get people talking about the show what he said wasn't bad at all it's like hell all he said was people are going to try to cancel me and then people try to cancel him so (laughs) he's like oh i probably butcher that name up now people are going to try to cancel me would you look at that yeah, and what so, was it? Was it was it like a female too that once, and it was like sexist too. He could have been sexist. It could have. No, no he said. Uh, he said, "I'm sure all the feminists out there are pissed that it's uh, that a cis white male is doing uh, like Latin. It was like Latin, was Latin yeah, category, right? He's doing all these Latino awards, and uh, and that's all he had to say. And yep, for sure, people just went after him. So I thought that was. Uh, it's just as yeah. bad as Tom Brady being racist for winning the Super Bowl against an African American during Black History Month. As that was going around, so it's I I I, I love Twitter sometimes. So, yeah, that that really about does it for uh for the for the show today. I don't know if there's anything else you would like to add. Um, No, it was it was a good it was it was just the amount of listen I needed after a week off, and it kind of makes me sad knowing that there's going to be another week off coming up. So mm-hmm. it's like, all right, we're going to enjoy this. Excited another Mike and Justin show, baby. Well, another, <laughs> another, I, I have that date circled for Mike and Justin part two. And, and I have to say, Mike, uh, to, to blind Mike, if he's if he's listening right now, if he wants to talk about my cancel story, like he said, I'll go on and tell it a third time. I don't give a shit. Because what the, <laughs> our, a mutual friend tried to use that against me uh, over the weekend. So I was like, fine, whatever. F off. Yeah, so... That about does it uh, for today's wrap-up. Like I said, Andrew, anything else? No, I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Kirk and off will be on uh, Friday again. Sure, jam-packed with a lot of fun. Perfect. And I just want to say, it's so nice to have the show back. I know it was only a week, but it really does seem like a lifetime when when the show is gone. And just to hear Kirk, Steve, and Mike just go at it today. There, it's so much content to get to. It, uh, it really. Oh, and also prayers out to... Uh, Oh my God, Frank! Uh, yes, Tank, Frank the Tank, and New Jersey. I, I think he has a cellulitis or cellulite or something on his knee. Uh, not great. Uh, big prayers yeah. to him. I'm sure he'll be, uh, he'll be he'll be doing okay. Uh, we'll get him healthy and and back to the New York office hopefully soon. So that about does it for today. And I will talk to everyone tomorrow when I read "Sidelined: Sports, Culture, and Being a Woman in America" by Julie DeCaro.